Hey, what's up? Daniel Ram here, and um, I just want to make a podcast on uh, the idea of um, understanding the impacts of toxic people on your life and why you need to make sure you either protect yourself from toxic people, how to identify them, and also how to heal from the loss of a toxic person in your life. So um, welcome to this podcast. This podcast is all about motivation, life lessons, just important uh, little tidbits I think people should know that have helped me. Um, So thanks for checking out this podcast and I really hope that it can help you. So toxic people a lot of times what happens is with toxic people we get involved with people kind of without really seeing the red flags or maybe we see them but we kind of let certain things fly or let certain things go in the hopes of creating some sort of relationship with the person that maybe you like or maybe you feel you have some sort of compatibility with the problem is is that you never really realize the toxicity of a person until they're gone and how they leave. And the reason is is because when someone joins in a relationship with someone, each person is looking for something from the other. And a toxic person will often uh, employ some sort of veil or a mask or something um, that will show you or kind of manipulate you in such a way that you believe that there's this kind of good person and so initially your guards go down and you're open to that person and um if you're like me um then most likely you you give and you try to build something more than uh more than each individual person in that relationship um, the problem is, is once the relationship ends, these people don't have a motivation to uphold their niceness or their kindness or their generosity or their compassion or empathy. It's pretty much was just an act. It was a, a strategy to, to get something from you at the time in which, um, you provided something to them and maybe they found something better or maybe they found something different and so there's no need to waste their energy trying to be a good person with you because they have someone else they need to be good too because it's not something intrinsic in them um, that they they go about life trying to create goodness for the sake of appearance and it's kind of a shallow way Um, it's like a third ego you know, so the first ego is kind of like your main identity and we have morals and stuff that we live by, what is good and what is bad. But in reality, um, on an existence level, there's no such thing as good or bad. It's just, just experiences. The third ego is even less of a, um, less of a, of a stable identity. It's an, it's an identity built from how you think other people sh- view you. And it's a very shaky form of 
something to attach to. But anyways, toxic people live this way. So if there's no reason to um, be good anymore to somebody, they don't. And they're often quite angry inside. Um, They're often quite... um, a lot of complex emotions inside. And as a result, when you're no longer providing or the source of or providing them with the good feelings that they need you're just uh empty space to them you're a waste of energy so um that's when you start to realize that this person is toxic because when you try to emotionally maybe connect with that person to reach out to them to have a discussion to talk to try to resolve any issues or anything like that um often they just don't care because it was never real in the first place right who they were to you wasn't who they really are and so you're trying to connect to something that isn't really there and they don't know how to connect to you because they never really felt that way so it's just a very um sad thing and you come to the realization that person's toxic and you're left away walking with um, a lot of questions. How did this happen? Why did this happen? Uh, Why did the person choose to be like this? Because it's a choice to go through life being like that. And it really has to do with their level of conscious awareness. So, um, you know, a more conscious person is more understanding of themselves, their mind, who they are in this world. And a less conscious person is less knowing of all that and trying to figure it out maybe through the wrong means and so maybe they do it through uh, relationships they do it through their work they do it through some form of action and and a person that's more conscious and more connected with themselves is uh, instead going the other direction which is being more aware of how they view the world and what their social conditioning is and what their value is intrinsically and stuff. So it's a different viewpoint. So how do you like identify or protect yourself from these kind of toxic people? I would say the first part is look at how they treat people who they don't necessarily have anything to gain from. So... An example is how do they treat, and it's true, this is quite a known one, is how do they treat waitresses or waiters, right? Because um, they're not going to gain anything from them. These people are actually serving them. And so if they're quite rude to them or if they're dismissive of them or they don't understand that, hey, this is a low-paying job and they tip super low even though they have the means to tip high or they are just very demanding of what they expect from those people this is a very clear indicator of what this person is going to be like when they don't see you as a source for something and when shit hits the fan and the relationships on the rocks in some way and you're trying and you're trying to make an effort to repair you can expect them to behave in similar ways to how they treat the waiters right or or waitresses also how they show acts of kindness like when they go grocery shopping um are they thinking about maybe you know for me what i do is i um often think well i'm buying all this food um 
a thought comes in my head that, hey, maybe I should donate something, right? Like, I'm not expecting anyone to ever do that, but um, comes in my head. Or if it's a, you know, another act of kindness where someone comes up to you and asks for a couple bucks, how does your mind perceive that? Is this, are you, are you perceiving like, oh, they're just a drug addict? Or are you saying, you know, they may have some challenges in their life, but it's quite demeaning for that person to come up to you and ask you for two bucks and you walk away saying, like, get a job. Like, are you that kind of person to say that? Or is that kind of person you're talking to um, that like that very dismisses of, of people who are in maybe less of a social stand, uh, standing than other people? Um, also, what are the things that they most most likely uh, think are important when it comes to life? Is status really important? Is um, being super successful really important to them? Is, um, you know, social validation, uh, all of these different sort of like very shallow um, things about life very important to them and figure out why, right? Because um, you're in that dream. You're, in, you're part of that dream for them. So the thing is, if they all of a sudden think that you're less of something that they could do better with, they'll go for better, right? They'll totally drop you and go somewhere else. So um, you, need to, you need to be aware of how they view life in such a way. Are they more emotionally connected as a human being? Are they in touch with their emotions? Can they communicate with you on an emotional level, such as this makes me feel this way, or you know I feel very uh, sad in this moment because of that? Um, when you guys have a, a fight or a squabble, is is it more ego, 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 or is it more like you know you make me feel like this, and this is how I feel about that? And are you guys connecting more on? trying to understand each other's emotions or are you just trying to understand each other's thoughts which is completely separate thing right as an emotionally connected person my first inclination is well I don't, I don't want that person to feel this way so I'm trying to understand what's causing them to feel that way and maybe after understanding how they thought about it then I can help but um you know, a toxic person, when shit hits the fan, they are not in touch with their emotions. You can't really connect with them on that sort of level because they don't really care at that point. So, um, yeah, there's just, you know, this is kind of things of how to identify somebody who's, who's kind of a, going to be a, tox uh, a toxic person in your life. And so the thing is, you need to remove these people from your life because... Um, they're going to remove you eventually, right? Because they, they live in such a shallow world that uh, the only people they want to associate is with people who they think is perfect. So, you know, no one can live up to that sort of standard and you shouldn't try to live up to that standard for anybody, uh, friends, family, relationships, partners, whatever. You should only be yourself in every moment because when you reject yourself, that's when things start to become very complicated and hard to deal with in life and more you accept yourself you're able to just be present and go through the day um talk to people can't do that they can't self-reflect they can't take accountability for their actions or responsibility they'll bypass it they won't even discuss it they'll lie 
they'll they won't be honest about what is going on with something you know they'll try to cover it up and um they can be very good at it so you know it's very hard to um once someone lies to you you need to look at that as a really important indicator is like they were capable of lying to me and that should be uh the line in the sand in which you guys are now on opposite sides and it's very hard to resolve that unless the other person makes an effort to clarify what was the reason for the lie what was the reason for secrets what was the reason for um certain things that they did which was not honest and if they can't do that that means that they're unable to resolve that themselves internally why they're doing that so the odds of them doing that with you are very low so these people need to be removed from your life because they're damaging right they they damage everything like they um will take and take and take and at the same time when they leave you're you invested so much in and and as a result you're left with um lots of questions and and really nothing you like they leave you almost with nothing and you're left with just trying to understand why why did that person choose to be like that and um at the same time then you have to go through a process of grief and a process of healing and um that's what that entails is you know lots of patience and kindness to yourself understanding there's going to be moments in your day in which you just can't do anything or you just you want to eat and then all of a sudden you just you don't want to eat so um you have to understand that that's a process and is a part of just being in existence and experiencing the toxicity of other people <laughs> so um i would say um protect yourself from toxic toxic people prevent yourself from inviting them into your life far before things get shitty because they can get shitty pretty fast and if someone's not emotionally connected with themselves they're not able to express their emotions they're not able to express how they feel to you or what upsets them or what makes them feel good um do not connect with that person if if you are emotionally connected because those kind of people will be damaging to you later on and when they don't need something from you and they become those emotionally unconnected pe- people so when you try to reach out or try to to resolve something or whatever it's not going to happen they're not going to care they're not going to see it as anything important so um that's what this podcast is about um I hope it was helpful and uh yeah you know just uh go through the motions of dealing and um understand that that's the cost of of inviting toxic people in your life is the damage they create after the fact you, n- you often don't see someone as toxic until they leave <laughs> so I uh, hope it helps. I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Stay strong, stay healthy, stay good. All right. See you later.
Yo, what's up everybody? Daniel Ram here. Welcome to another episode of this podcast. This podcast is all about motivation, life lessons, uh, things about life based on my own experience that I hope that will resonate with you and uh, that you might find helpful. So thanks for checking it out. In this video, we're going to talk about if you're the type of person who's very uh, empathic and caring and kind, um, what are some things to look out for when getting into a relationship with someone and how does your uh, level of maybe increased empathy, your increased uh, sense of ability to get in tune with other people's emotions and feel what they feel and how to um, understand that those things can become um, kind of like a rose-colored glasses for you when you're assessing whether or not to get into a relationship and you may not see the red flags that you should see right away um, before getting into something with somebody that may not be the best person uh, for you. So um, what often happens is with people who are very optimistic, people who are emotionally intelligent, very connected to their emotional center and who are very empathic where they can feel other people's pain and they want to be able to help ease that pain for them in some way. Often we look at the relationships that we get into with people in that sense of um, because of the optimism, because of the empathy, because of the emotional connectedness, we often look at people as maybe they don't have the qualities as of yet, but maybe we can help them attain it. We want to help them become better people. And um, often we don't look at the person as they are. We may see qualities in them that are not really there. And um, as a result, you get into, you may get into relationships with people that are quite toxic, that are not good for you, that don't know how to reciprocate emotionally, that don't know how to uh, get in tune with their own emotions who don't know how to be empathic or have any level of empathy. So um, it's really important as someone that has all those amazing qualities about yourself, which is great in the business world uh, when it comes to leadership and being able to uh, lead a way for a vision and something you wanna achieve. It's not so great when it comes to your own personal uh, intimate relationships and viewing them as uh, with a sense of optimism that this thing can eventually grow into something greater when you're seeing qualities that need to be developed in somebody. So for example, if somebody is not emotionally connected in a way or you, you notice little red flags where they're rude to waiters, where they are rude to customers, where um, they are playing a victim like, um, this person did this to me, aren't they, aren't they stupid? Or, and they're so easily able to criticize others. Um, this is a person who is very not emotionally centered. And um, as a result of that, um, if you put on your rose-colored glasses as a highly empathic, emotionally connected, optimistic person, you kind of look past all of those little flaws there and you're like, well, maybe my empathy and my emotions, emotional connectedness, and uh, my way of viewing the world will rub off on that person. And that's the hope and that's the optimism that you have that the person maybe will pick up your traits. 
The reality is that's not going to happen. The person that you're getting involved with is not looking at you as a source of uh, inspiration to become a better person, most likely. That's a very rare kind of relationship um, and is often not an intimate one. When it comes to intimate relationships, you get the person as is. So if they're a shit person, they're going to remain a shit person and they may hide it from you for a while because they see all these admirable qualities about you, but eventually it comes to the surface in many different ways and it's a shocking revelation the further you go to realize just how shitty of a person that is. And it's a rude awakening. And um, so what I would say, if you're somebody who is highly empathic, emotionally intelligent, and you are connected within yourself in an emotional center, um, do not look at somebody as uh, don't look at somebody as with the qualities that they don't have. Look at them as with the qualities that they have that they have already. Take them as is. It's like if you were to go to the used car lot to buy a car, you're not buying the car thinking it's going to be a Lamborghini. It's going to drive with the most performant engine. You're going into the used car lot knowing that that car um, is as it is, right? You're buying it as it is. And when you're viewing a relationship, um, it's really important to take off those rose-colored glasses and be with the optimism that you have and hoping that people can become better people by your presence and your, um, with your presence and your ability to give and your ability to connect and, um, and all that stuff. Put that all to the side because Yes, some people will take they take that on, but for the most part, they won't. You're buying a car as is when you get in this in this situation of getting into a relationship with somebody. So they better have those qualities that match you. And if they don't, then it's better off to keep that as either a friendship or walk away and find somebody that is better emotionally connected, understands emotional intelligence, has the same optimistic drive, and... Um, you know, is it has a level of empathy and understanding for each other. So um, that's basically what this podcast was about. I really hope it helps you guys. Thanks for checking out this episode and I will catch you in the next one. All right. See you.